Hello and welcome to That Film's Due. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Vacation Friends. Directed by Clay Tarver, Vacation Friends is the buddy comedy film starring John Cena, Lil Ray Howery, Yvonne Orji, and Meredith Hagner. The movie is available now on Disney Plus or Hulu in the United States. But if you haven't watched Vacation Friends yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Originally set as a vehicle for Chris Pratt and Anna Faris, Vacation Friends underwent a few changes, including a new director, and the COVID-19 pandemic halted production for almost six months. Jason, you have the plot. Marcus and Emily enjoy an unusual week without inhibitions when they meet new friends on vacation, but they are horrified when Ron and Kyla show up uninvited to their wedding. You know, until I read that, I didn't know this was originally intended for Chris Pratt. I've got to be honest, my interest in this movie started with John Cena, having him in this movie. That's fair, that's fair. So to think there was a time that this movie didn't have John Cena, what would it have even been? Like Cena as Ron. I mean, he's a comedy tour de force in this film. There's, there's gags, there's jokes, left, right and centre. They don't all land, but that's okay. But Cena, such a big presence. So the idea that we could have had this movie way back when without him just wouldn't have been the same. My question would be, would Chris Pratt have been the... Would Chris Pratt, would Chris Pratt and Anna Faris have been the, like, the crazy couple or the... The down-to-earth couple, you know, like to go mm. against type. Yeah, they'd be the down-to-earth couple. The correct, but they'd be the down-to-earth one. To go against type, okay. like the obvious casting choice would be to have Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, and comedic, yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's not what that we didn't got. We happen. Got, yeah, uh, that didn't happen. And when you put that in the opening, you probably did plan on it being a talking point. But I just. <laughs> <laughs> So this movie, for me, came out of nowhere and announced here in Australia as a, as a movie for Star on Disney+. Plus. The first time, to my knowledge, they, they have done that. Like Star typically gives us a lot of older Fox movies. This is the first time they've given us a brand new film. And as you said, in the US, it's a Hulu movie. I'm hoping that's going to happen more because there's still quite a few movies coming out, Hulu in the US, and we don't get them here in Australia. I'm hoping there's going to be a knock-on effect with Vacation Friends, and we get to see more of that. But the first time I saw anything about this movie, it was a shot, and I'm pretty sure it's in the movie, of the four friends on vacation. And that one image, I was sold. Yes, I want to. I want to see this movie. What was happening in that image? John Cena was in it. Was that John Cena was in it? And his chest out. Everyone's having a good time. It just yeah, one time. What? He's always got his chest okay. out. More more yeah. so in this movie than pretty much any other movie that he's done. Oh, he gets he gets a, a fair <laughs> bit of body parts out, but you know, like John Cena has, he's really come. He's come. Come a long way 
you know, like remember when he just yeah. had that small role in Trainwreck, that movie you hate and that movie I love, and it's sort of like, <laughs> oh, why is John Cena in this movie trying to be funny? Like, what's happening now? Yeah. He's headlining Suicide Squad. He's got his his own spin-off show from that. You know, he's he was in that movie. What was it? Blockers. You know, kind of like yeah. a lead role type comedy he's he's sort of he's bringing it funny. i think he's I think very, it works it's because it can no matter what it is it can deliver it deadpan and it's just funny i mean look because like, it, it comes across to, as so sincere it's so sincere go back to the naked gun films you've got leslie nielsen as frank drebin all his delivery is deadpan like he's not, yeah. you know, his character is playing it straight, and that's where you get a lot of times we've seen, like in these comedy movies. I mean, he looks like an action hero. He's played action heroes. He's been the Marine. He's been Peacemaker. You know, he's played all these roles, and he can play them very well. But he's got this ability that not all these big Hollywood tough guys have, where it can be really funny. And he's clearly not afraid to, you know, to be the butt of the joke. And there's just something endearing about the guy, and he's just really entertaining. But it's just, it's, I find that what he can bring is quite unique, where, again, serious action, or he can give you the comedy. Or like Suicide Squad, it can give you both things at the same time. Mm. I, I never need- thought... I do need to go back and rewatch, and I'm going to say rewatch Trainwreck. I've turned it off halfway through. I'm going to go back. I think I owe it to everybody involved to finish that movie because you, you're right. Seeing it, seen as being funny, started there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the um, the cultural impact of of Trainwreck is John Cena's acting career. I love it. Um, it, It's weird. I'd never thought I'd I'd be at a point where, you know, you presented this movie to me and said, hey, let's review it. And I was like, what is this garbage you're trying to make me watch and talk about? Okay, John Cena's in it. And a little part of me was like, okay, do you know what? John Cena's an appeal. I feel like we've talked about him quite a lot already, though, which is very strange. But he was <laughs> he was the drawing, you know, he was the thing that drew me in. But you know what? I checked out the trailer and the the, the premise, although seems I'm like, surely this is familiar and we've we've done this before, but it felt very the premise felt very fresh in a way. Again, it could just be me not thinking of other movies that have done this but it's basically it's the odd couple with couples they meet on vacation and then hey they can't get these people out of their lives why are they here high society they're coming in there's social differences there's you know i don't know it's 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 a it's a funny premise it is and you know what you've just nailed it there amongst all of that what you said was it's the odd couple with couples. That's it. You're saying that there's something about this movie that feels a bit fresh. How many movies have we seen about odd couples? Like great films like Planes, Trains and Automobiles. You know, yeah. where you've got two mismatched people and then they come good in the end. We've seen that a lot. 
almost every like buddy cop movie ever that's it (laughs) but this movie as you say it's odd couple with couples yeah maybe that's that's why it felt really familiar yeah, yeah, familiar but fresh at the same time. I think that's what it's like that from it. mixed with like Meet the Parents, like those kind of a lot of those like awkward, like oh, uncomfortable scenes where it's like, oh, look, you're oh, you're making a scene, or oh no, you're you're ruining this, you're ruining like the wedding, or you're ruining my relationship with you know the father-in-law and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's but you know it's yeah. it is but at the same time though, like it is this movie is full of things that we've seen before. Like to have like a rowdy friend turn up and then all of a sudden become really close friends or getting along with the disapproving (laughs) in-law. We've all seen that. Right, yeah. But it's Cena doing it. And he's doing it in a big, loud fashion. And it's and it's entertaining. We should probably He's come across as such a nice guy that you're just like, (laughs) God damn. You do realise that there's more than John Cena in this movie. We should No, there's not. There's we should probably talk about somebody else. We've got... I don't even remember their names. <laughs> Lil Rel Howry. Like, he plays Marcus. So he's the straight guy in this. And before this movie, I watched him recently in Free Guy. Going back to the sitcom The Carmichael Show, it was Jerry Carmichael's brother in that, and he was excellent. He played the ex-husband of Tiffany Hadish's character. Such a good sitcom. He was in the uh, Get Out, but he was the friend of the main guy. Oh, right. So he's somebody that's been around for a while. But I think, and he was also in that recent Netflix movie, Bad Trip. He was in that. But I think this film is the closest he's come to a lead. He's got it in him. So I'm hoping that we're going to see more from him. But he plays it perfectly as Marcus alongside Cena as Ron. Yeah, when, when there's moments where, you know, he's trying to be, yeah, he's trying to be organised and, and he said, like, just straight and just, you know, just a normal, conformed human being, you know, who fits into society. Um, and then when, when stuff starts to get crazy, you know, like, well, if he's cutting loose, you know, he's having fun there, you know, like, he'll go... He'll go really zany, but to the point where it's like, oh no, this is just this person, this real person just having fun and cutting loose. And it's very believable. Um, but then there's moments where he's just like, he's cutting sick. Like he's he's losing his mind because shit's just hitting the fan. And it's just like, they're the best kind of kind of freak out moments where someone's just like, you know, their head's blown up because <laughs> the, 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 the situation is has just reached a point and he, he plays that so well just screaming oh, his head off so like, good it's great yeah but like you say but screwing his head off but he's but he's he's got that ability to scream quietly you know where it's almost like yes. it's, not, yes. it's not quite inverted where you're still getting it from him but he's not being really loud and it communicates oh, very he's, well and clearly yes <laughs> whilst yeah. whilst losing his shit it's honestly i I think we're going to see a lot more of him. I really do hope that is that is the case. Okay, so we can go through go through the movie. We can talk about the other characters as we work our way through. I mean, the runtime of this movie sits around one hour forty, maybe a little bit over. So for a comedy, like remember when comedies used to come in at like a tight ninety minutes, mm. and then you know, thanks to people like Judd Apatow, we're looking at two two and a half hours. 
when I saw the runtime and I'd seen the trailer previously, I'm like, you know what? That seems right. That seems like a decent runtime. So the movie pretty much opens with them on vacation. You get the four coming together for the first time and it's rapid fire. Like throughout the yeah, whole it's, holiday, that the week they're almost like a movie wearing, in itself. It is, and that probably comes in at around 20, 25 minutes. And then you've got the rest of the movie. It's going to be the families coming together. But I thought that was a good way of just getting everything started. The movie opens, they have the vacation, and we knew from that trailer it's the aftermath of the vacation. That's what it would have been, the movie's going to be. So curious, it would have been really interesting to to not know. I mean, I'm not taking points away from this movie for that fact, but it would have been such a different experience to watch this movie, Vacation Friends, and we're on vacation with these people. They just meet. They become friends. In a way, they're having fun. They're getting crazy. Oh, where's this going? You know, like, and there's a few different little, you know, fake out plot directions that this could be going into, you know, like, um, you know, Kyla's like, talking about how she's a hostage and you know he's got it you know, John Cena's got a gun. I'm like, Meh. if you didn't know you'd be like, oh like this is something this is gonna get insane. But and then and then yeah, you know, by foot the vacation's over, they go back to their lives. There's a wedding and then I guess that's where all the like the meet the parents kind of aspect comes into it and revenge of the vacation friends. Holy shit. <laughs> when they're still on vacation and you get the bit, you've got Kyla played by Meredith Hagner. And you get that sequence where she is on top of Marcus. And you're like, oh, no, this is going to be a reveal. And, you know, we could talk about it. The reveal ends up being that she didn't have sex with him while he was drunk. And she didn't get pregnant. But we were led to believe, for me, the power of this movie and how eccentric Ron and Kyla are anything could be possible. Like you're yeah. talking about the bit on the beach where he's got a gun. He's keeping me, you know, I'm a prisoner. You can kind of, not completely, but you can feel like these characters are outrageous enough. Nothing is quite off the table. Yeah, it's like revealed. if it did happen, you'd, you'd accept it. You'd accept yes. it. But when it's revealed that she's not pregnant with his kid, I was, I was so relieved. I didn't <laughs> want that to be the story I mean, point at all. With any review, I mean, it's very clear that that's what they're trying to, to hint at, that it's like, oh, you know, she's pregnant with his baby, blah, blah. And there's multiple scenes. There were quite a lot of scenes where I'm like, no, they're really, they're really dropping hints really hard. Like, I, how are they going to get it? Because I'm like, I know it's not going to be the case, but they were really pushing it. I'm like, they really they? were. But it, was a nice, it was a nice reveal where, you know, they're going to call the, the kid, it's a boy. Yeah. I, thought, I, thought maybe, I thought they were going to end up, you know, being like, oh, we want you to be like the godfather or, or something, you know, the godparents of, of the kid or something like that. That was my speculation. Obviously a bit wrong there, but, you know, same sort of effect. It was the name of the kid after him. Very nice. We've got Emily, played by Yvonne Ori, straight up cheats on her husband. I mean, I guess at the time it was a fiance. <laughs> that just seems to get brushed under the rug. I thought. I, I mean, without going into you know, like I mean, details I, of female intimacy and what actually constitutes as 
you know, sex and stuff. And, you know, we could be, people could be firing up now, listening to me talk about stuff I don't understand. But, <laughs> mate, all, I you mean, need to all you need to understand is that whether they're the same opposite members of the same sex or whatever, it's still sex, right? It's yeah, <laughs> they cheated. Yeah. Even if it was yeah. a kiss, they cheated. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, but I guess they were so, like, mind messed up at the time. The drugs, the alcohol, all of that. I mean, I guess they fortunately, it, but... fortunately, my wife and I agree. Cheating's cheating. And that was cheating. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Marcus doesn't seem to mind. It's okay. They're going to continue all being friends. I, yeah, I don't know. I guess... Okay, I'm trying not to say the wrong thing, but I guess like with chicks, it can be like, but you're right. You know, cheating's cheating. No, no, no. They had sex. So they cheated. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. I don't know. Right. We'll move on before I say that. Okay. And get everybody. The, the wedding weekend, like the vacation and the rest of the movie, it's big, it's crazy. And there's, there's something that we don't get in this movie that I did feel missing. What we have. You've got Marcus, working class background. He's done well for himself in construction. He's got his own business. And, you know, he doesn't want his friends coming. Ron eventually ends up inviting them to the wedding. And you kind of got these different classes coming together. We get the bit where Marcus first meets up with his parents. And they've got the cheap, was it like a bottle of wine? But they brought a bottle of something. And it seemed, to be quite, something, but... it seemed to be quite cheap. And it's almost like he's embarrassed and he pushes them to one side. And later on, you get that moment where you know, the upper class new family accept his friends. And because of the nice things they say about him as a boss and the things he'd done for them to support them through a recession, the father-in-law's actually, you know what, you're a good guy. What I felt was glaringly missing from this movie is the acceptance of the family of his mum and dad yeah which probably would have been more important i missed that i i that, yeah i i, I don't know well, i felt even, there was something missing with that even marcus coming to terms with you know not being embarrassed by them or not um you know not allowing them to shine in their own right and Sort of going out, you know, the yeah. only reason, yeah, like he, it's, it's, even honestly, he, he doesn't have that moment. It's missing because this movie ends up being about accepted for all your differences, except for Marcus's mum and dad. <laughs> They're kind of like <laughs> just left. Hey, I mean, we we don't even see Marcus and Emma, Emily's wedding, you know, like there's the whole, you know, the Waffle House. Sort of, you know, like the, the classic airport run scene, but, you know, so these Waffle House houses. Um, and then, yeah, it cuts to the wedding of Ron and Kyla instead. I mean, we, we kind of got... Maybe we, there was... We got to see them get married in the beginning. Was it real? True. You know, was yeah, it so official real or not? So we, yeah. But maybe there would have been moments there, like, where... There would have been some reconciliation, some, you know, like looking back on some other issues to resolve there. If we had gotten to the wedding and 
sort of played that out a little bit, maybe? I don't know. You know, earlier when I was praising the movie's runtime and having a go at Judd Apatow, maybe <laughs> if this movie... Ten minutes. Know, maybe an extra ten, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah, an extra ten minutes. Ten minutes. minutes. Not, not, like, not like 20, not, not half an hour, just ten minutes. Give us, give us some... Just sort of wrapping up. I mean, whether, whether it's a trope or a cliche, you know, something we get in movies, that's something I was, I was waiting for that moment mm. to happen, and it never did. So I felt a bit let down by that. The, you the mentioned- parents almost become like commentators sort of on the sidelines and they'll have something funny to say when something crazy's going on. Yeah, so they're playing a... You think the bar's still open? Yeah, you know, and... <laughs> yeah. You mentioned Waffle House before. Like, I'm guessing... I mean, when I was 16, I had two weeks in Florida. That's the only time I've been to America. <laughs> I'm guessing the joke is that they have a lot of Waffle Houses. That's the gag, I guess. I, I guess they're doing the rounds, and look, there's a waffle house here. There's one across the street. There's, I guess that's the gag, is it? Um, all I could think was was, hey, how much should Waffle House pay? And you know, it's, it's just like Krispy Kreme's in that Power Rangers movie all over again. Like, there's, I mean, it's not quite how the crew might <laughs> go to White Castle, but yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe Waffle House. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking, oh, that's right. You know, in, in the UK, because we don't have White Castle, and I know you don't have it here in Australia, but the first Harold and Kumar movie, I'm not sure if it's the same here, but in the UK, it's called Harold and Kumar Get the Munchies. Get the Munchies. Is that the same here? No, we got White Castle. Did you? Yeah, which is weird because, yeah, what the hell's a White Castle? You don't have it's it. It's just a burger joint. But Tiny Easy burgers. enough to... They don't, trust the, they don't trust the UK to, to understand... And reinterpret a title that, but they trusted the Aussies to, to work it out. So oh, clearly, why, why are we giving shout outs to all these US fast food places? Let's move on. We've secretly been paid and, uh, <laughs> in tiny burgers. Let's, Waffle House, White Castle, Krispy Kreme. What else have we mentioned? <laughs> that's right. I just leave it at that. That's that's enough. Uh, good. But we've, we've talked about it with the characters, the movie. There's a lot of humour in this. I, I do remember having to twist your arm slightly to begin with when talking about reviewing this movie. I was pretty keen for us to do it. But this, it's a funny movie. I, I had a good, good time with it. And what you'd hope from a movie like this, as well as the jokes, it's got a lot of heart. You know, where we leave the characters and I talked before about you know, acceptance and yeah this is a movie that it does everything this kind of movie needs to do for me yeah like my greatest fear is going into especially a direct streaming comedy movie I feel like they're usually the biggest culprits where it's like it's just not funny or this movie's just kind of shit but watching this almost straight away, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm having some chuckles, and then I'm into these characters. Um, I find them endearingly charming, funny, um, and yeah. As we as we get into, obviously, we we go get past all the crazy stuff. We get to the wedding sort of weekend, and just more crazy stuff happens, and 
I'm along for the ride. Like you said, it, it all comes down to just how sincere they, they are in, in being a little bit crazy. But at the same time, the characters are, you know, uh, Ron and, 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 and Kyla are, are just, they're such neat, decent, nice people and everything they're doing, they're not doing anything malicious. They're just being who they are, which is actually nice people. Just bloody nuts. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. It's just something very, yeah, yeah. It's just something very cool about it. Like, I found myself like trying to put myself in Marcus's or Marcus and Emily's shoes, but being like, guys, they they're not doing anything wrong. Like, they're not fitting into your box that you you think that you need to fit into. But they're actually doing the right. Thing. I mean, pawning the rings was probably a bit of a misstep, but you know, you got it sorted. And I know. Oh my god, hilarious sequence with the outside the porn shot with the, the freeze framing of like the the guy in his car or the, the motorbike guy and then like the gym oh, mat yeah. and and the crow and oh my god <laughs> and that uh, birds are yeah. to shit. i was just gonna say yeah i didn't want you to mucky your shoes <laughs> they dropped the rings yeah there's yeah yeah there's a lot of gags in it when they're in the woods and and then you've got like the moss on the tree and Ron's like, here, eat this. And he's like, ah, oh, the pubes of the tree. And he's like, oh, okay, this is actually pretty tasty. You know, I'm not eating it, I'm hungry. And, he's, and he passed him the second thing and he put it in his mouth. And then he passes him one of the mushrooms just for him yeah. to hold and look at. And he eats it. But straight away, speaking to the quality of Ron's character, it's like, you shouldn't have done that, but I'm going to do it with you so you're not on your own. So that Ron has a bunch of tubes as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that whole sequence there was was very. I felt very, Twenty One Jump Street, kind of just like, hey, yeah. we're going to have this whole like, ten minute bit of them just, just hallucinating and going on this adventure. I know, but we'd we'd had that bit with the father-in-law and his dog, and when the fox is on top of him and it's going all feral and terrifying, I might add, the way the fox <laughs> is going at him and he picks up the knife. I turn to my wife like, oh no, it's the dog. But again, yep. Ron to the rescue. And and later on, like Ron does come to his aid a lot of the time. But I've got to be honest, as I'm the opening of this movie, as much as I want to see this movie for Cena, I'm like, yeah, not in a million years. But I want to spend time with Ron. <laughs> I don't think I'd survive. But yeah, I'd die. Is, I'd die. He is too, sh- too wild for me. He's a straight up. He's, he's a nice guy. Yeah. I mean, this it's a funny film, funny characters good performances and and you mentioned a comedy director streaming like it's interesting it's been happening for a long time now how everything's just changing i mean this movie would have clearly have been a theatrical release but it's found its place you know hulu star for us and yeah it's a welcome surprise when we're starting to get some of these bigger new releases at home. Yeah, no, it's... And actually, and actually call it, and maybe it's because, you know, Disney Plus or, you know, the star aspect of it, but, you know, when a comedy lands on Netflix, I'm still very hesitant to be like, oh, you know, this isn't going to be great, but let's watch it, you know, whatever. <laughs> just because we're obliged or because Adam Sandler's in it, <laughs> let's just watch it. It's a different thing, though, isn't it? It's a it? different thing. Yeah. But this, yeah, and... It's it's funny if this was theatrical, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have ran out run out to see it. I probably wouldn't have seen it in, in theaters and 
I probably would have waited until it was on a streaming. So I guess this is just fast track the process for me. And I mean, you had a, you had a, you know, a, a, a role in getting me to watch it, but you know, I feel like I would have waited sort of things, but I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad I checked it out. So on that then, if you're gonna oh, yeah, rate right, this, yeah. if you're gonna rate this movie out of five, I feel like we're doing this more and more now. We're kind of like semi rate something and then just stop. So let's just keep going. Maybe, so if we, you're gonna... maybe we just like we just naturally wrap up and summarize. <laughs> maybe we're just getting better, but then realizing that's not the format of our show. Um, so rating, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this film. <laughs> okay, good. No, like no, like a good, a surprise. Genuinely, a surprise. You said it. The humor's there. It's got good heart. You know, like there's 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 meaning and feels to what's sort of happening. They have fun with these characters. They let them sort of be the characters, and it all kind of works. And it's crazy. It's zany, but in a fun, non nasty way. It's it, it's it's good. I mean, there's a few like crude adult elements to this movie but do you know what not nothing nothing too vulgar or like intense i think from memory i could be completely wrong but you you are completely wrong but that's okay I, you don't see sex <laughs> oh it's pretty yeah okay it's not like i don't know it's not like i'm pretty sure oh, there are ball in, jokes in the, in the u.s is r-rated for here for us here it's like ma-15 ma Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's been a weird day. It's been a weird, I watched this last night. It's been a weird day. Um, this, oh, I don't know. It could be... It's, is a four too high? I might go with a four. Four out of five. It might be too high. But do you know what? I had a, I had a, a good time and I'm, I'm riding that wave at the moment. So I could look back and, and be like, oh, it, it's not the best thing. But at the moment, I'm still pretty giddy from it. So four out of five. You know what? Yeah, you know, four is higher than I was originally heading. But having this conversation about it, I had a really good time with it. Like from that first moment of seeing Ron and Kayla on the back of a jet ski, they were having a good time. I had a good time (laughs) with this movie and it didn't really let up for me. Again, I had that moment where I was concerned that she had taken advantage of Marcus. I didn't like that direction, but, you know, didn't go that way. Their, his parents didn't get their due. But as you say, they did get to do a bit of running commentary on the side. Yeah, now I'm going to come in at a, at a four. I feel as though it's a bit high, but that's okay. I had, I had a fun time with this movie. And like I said before, I'm hoping this is going to be the, the start of something. And we're going to get more movies on Star, like more new films. Well, okay, well, as always, we like to close out on a little bit of trivia. And I was some more casting, even before Chris Pratt and Anna Faris, back in 2005. So this movie, this script has been around for quite a while. Back then, they were looking at Nicolas Cage and Will Smith. That's the two male leads, I'm guessing. Or like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Were they one of the leads. couples? Were they one of the couples? Not back in 05. <laughs> everything everything oh. I've been saying about Cena, I stand by. But Nick Cage and Will Smith in a film together. 
that could have been definitely hasn't been done, has it? That's no, never. No, they've never gone through like my my rolodex of films in my head. I just know it's never happened. (laughs) You just never happened. So yeah, so they were going to be the lead roles. I guess they would have been Ron and Marcus. I'm sure. Well, who do you think? (laughs) Who the casting would have been? You've got to think. I don't know, actually. You know, I was thinking, no. Nicholas Cage would have been Nicholas Cage would have been the John Cena character. The crazy yeah. what course? Yeah. And then <sighs> playing it straight. No, oh five, playing it straight. Will Smith. I don't know well, about don't, that. You know what? It could go either way. It, it could, could go, go either, either way. way. That would have. Yeah. Like honestly, when I first Ooh. started saying that, I'm thinking it's pretty obvious who they were going to be. And it's actually but no, it's not. I'm very confused. It's actually so not because they could both do it. Yeah. Anyway, like Will Smith can obviously be. Crazy insane, and then yeah, just Nicholas Cage just getting irritated and annoyed at this ridiculous man that is this man. Yeah, oh I, th- I think, God. yeah, it, do you know what? Sounds like a good film, but it was delayed <laughs> several times, and both stars eventually dropped out. Fast tracked all these years later, John Cena and Lil Rel Howie. So, there we go, it worked out in the end. But it would have been interesting to have seen Cage and Smith in a version of this film together. My God, there's a movie right? Cage and Smith. <laughs> well, that's it for our review of Vacation Friends. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that Film Street Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. And all our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmstudpodcast.com. If you missed it, we recently reviewed Candyman. And keep an eye out for our next review, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mate. I'm excited. I want to see it. Marvel film. That's why. Marvel film. Back on the big screen. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film's due. See you soon.